Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. You know, the wind was kind of blowing in on Friday, maybe from in center to the pole there. It's killing things right. And then it, it went away in about the third inning. So then the, the stadium got a little jumpy all weekend. The ball was flying. So hats off to the pitching staff. They've done a good job. They did a great job last weekend, too. Started with the two lefties on Friday and then what went on yesterday. Freshman closing and freshman closing again today. I mean, that's some stuff you can build off of. Gives us some more confidence and, and some options on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend as we are about to dive into a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. We're going to react to everything that happened over the sports weekend. And, of course, we want to hear from you and all of your reactions. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today we're going to have to do a little bit of a schedule change from what it was promoted there in the zone because uh, old Peyton Stovall, normally joining us at 3.05, he's got a lift, you know, so he's got to get those guns going. So we're going to allow him to switch in, uh, come on with us at 2.05 today, thanks to to A-State Construction. So looking forward to talking with him about a big series sweep over the balls. And in the 3 o'clock hour, Brandon Marcello of 24-7 Sports is going to join us as he was there for the Razorback football spring game and had a chance to talk with Sam Pittman about everything that happened with uh, spring practice as we will recap that. We'll also talk about some Razorback basketball news and uh, also get to some national news too, especially with NBA playoffs getting underway. But uh, they, they called it a woo-pig weekend, Joe, and we had some fun talking about a woo-pig weekend, but it certainly seemed like it was for Arkansas. Sweep for the baseball team. Spring football got it done there. Softball ended up getting a sweep too, so... For everybody that made the trip up to Fayetteville, ended up being a pretty successful one if you were able to make those games. Great weekend for Razorback Sports. Everybody did well in the spring game, spring football game. Something that people were looking forward to. You got to see some of the players that returned and KJ and Rocket and them being dominant, but also some of the new players coming in and what they bring to the table. Yeah, I I was uh, able to just, you know, go there and see the very basic thing and it, it was, you know, it's treated like a practice. It's not a game. And it's it's got the, you know, guys on the microphone saying, "All right, we want to see this versus this." And uh, you got the music playing a little bit. So, uh it was exactly what it sounded like. It was just a practice, but being, yeah, being able to see KJ and uh some of the the nice plays that he was making and some of the guys that uh, not only are new additions to the team, but guys that are going to hopefully step up after a year of development and step into that role too. And offensively and defensively, I think there were you know some standout guys. I think we finally got a chance, at least again, just a spring game. But seeing Isaiah Satania, you know, we've heard about his speed, about this all-world track guy, and uh, he was on the team last year. Really didn't get much run, but at least in the spring game, got to see him have a, a couple of great plays, a few great plays. Uh, one of them being from K.J. Jefferson where you saw the speed and he just burned him uh, for a big-time touchdown. And also later in this practice, having a, a great catch and throw by Cade Fortin to Isaiah Centennial in the corner of the end zone. So uh, at least offensively, uh, between watching him and also Criswell, the new uh, second-string quarterback, or presumably the second-string quarterback at this time, it was good to see those guys not only get in, but 
play pretty well and get an idea of what they'll be able to add to the mix and at least in Dan Enos' new offense that he's going to be trying to create for Arkansas too. Even seeing a player like Landon Rogers, it's kind of been back and forth as far as what position he was playing. And uh, for the spring game, we saw him playing receiver because he's played some receiver, some tight end. And then with Chriswell, what stood out about him is he gets the ball out in a hurry. He Once he gets the ball and gets set, ready to throw it, he's zipping it out there. So, uh, some some plays made by him, some plays made by all the quarterbacks. Yeah, and I, I love seeing that. You ever think everybody should? Because you know, last year, when, of course, when KJ went down, uh, uh, the quarterback situation was uh, a huge drop off, and we all know that. And it looks like they addressed that a little bit. And then defensively, uh, you know, again, whole new changes there too with the the coordinators, most of the position coaches. Uh, you've had uh, so many new additions, especially in the secondary, which we all know that they needed. But I was really impressed, at least, by the uh, the defensive ends with Landon Jackson and uh, as well as Jeff Coat, the transfer out of Missouri, two guys that seemed to cause uh, a lot of problems for the offensive line there. And of course, as Wes was putting it, saying, "Well, does that mean that the offensive line is struggling, or are they just looking really good?" It's like, you, well, I guess you never know because they're a little goes, bit of both. Yeah, they're going up against each other. But uh, I, I like to see you know guys that are. You're going to have, especially at positions that you have so much need for, and we know in the SEC it's about trench play, being able to have guys on the defensive ends that can cause some problems and get back there, especially veteran guys that have been around the league a bit, uh, you're going to really count on them too. So, uh, you know, there's a few plays here and there, but I thought the defensive ends, uh, as well as uh, some of the wide receivers, to me, was the ones that's really stood out the most overall. Offensive line looked good in the run game. You saw yeah. the running backs able to, to do their thing, and that's what you expect from the running backs in the running game, and then each quarterback threw for at least one touchdown. So, uh, but the defense was able to get some key stops at times. Yeah. So it was some back and forth, no scoring, so you really didn't know exactly what was happening there. But you were just able to see the play like practice, and that's what happens during practice. They don't keep score during practice, so guess they felt the need here. It's like why keep score because. We're practicing. Yeah, well, it's and again, it's you got to take it for what it is, as we talked about all last week. Just take it for what it is. It's just a big time practice where you can come and watch them, uh, and that's that's all it was. And now spring practice uh, essentially has come to an end. And I know we're again going to talk with Brandon Marcello about it more uh, later in the show. But uh, one thing that Sam Pittman kept alluding to, and in his press conference, and has been a lot this spring, and uh, of course Brandon wrote a great article about it, is just. He says that he likes, he just feels like it's so much better as, a, as an energy, as a culture, as, a, as everything right now. He says it feels like it did, you know, the year that they won nine games and kind of got back to that way where everybody's on the same page. Everyone's uh, pumped up and excited about the direction everything's going. You know, that, and that's one thing to say it in spring once the season comes around and you start, you know, losing a game or two. We'll see if that can, is able to stick. But uh, it certainly seems like at least Sam Pittman has been very pleased with the overall spring practice and the development and the players and the coaches and everybody. Those are things that he's he's excited about, the potential of what it could be this upcoming season. A lot of newness to this team, and not only with the players, but the coaching staff. So there was uh, some, some interest in seeing the coaches and how they handle certain situations and some of those new players in situational football. You just want to see... Um, the coaches have already seen it, but this was for the fans to put it on display for everybody else to see. Yep. So now we're just uh, going to wait and see if they uh, add some more guys to the po- from the portal uh, onto the team because they actually do have a few spots available still. They're they're doing visits. In fact, over the weekend, uh, I know it's a lot of uh, high school recruiting too, but uh, they brought in some guys that are, are into the portal. But even a player like a five-star defensive lineman, the number one defensive lineman in the country was visiting Arkansas this past weekend. And so that's, they're still doing their job. Now, even though spring practices are over, still recruiting, still doing that portal stuff, and still trying to not only build the team for the future, but build the team for this upcoming season, trying to add some depth to the position. They, they have need. to monitor it on both sides, whether it's looking into the portal to add to the team, but there could be some players that get in the portal. So hmm. if that happens, then you have to fill more spots. That's right. That's right, yeah. It's, it's, it's not something to where... Uh, you know, Arkansas is unique to where nobody's going to leave. Is I think even Trey Biddy uh, brought it up on social media the other day. He's like, hey, don't forget that whole thing when Mike Mike Woods. You know, after two days after the spring game, he was gone. He was at Oklahoma. So not to say that it will happen this year, but it you know it does happen. Possibilities are always that's there. right. It, it it could happen. So, uh, but yeah, they, it was a good good to see all that come to an end. And uh, you know, spring practice officially ending there too. And of course, 
Uh, you know, speaking of the transfer portal and everything, we got another guy out in basketball, uh, another player. <laughs> it's like five now. Eli Ellis, who was a really good player for Louisville, which is saying, you know, it's tough to say because they were so bad this year, but uh, a, guard, a guard that was averaging 18 points a game and four and a half assists uh, this past season uh, officially announces he's committed to Arkansas. And so now you have five players out of the transfer portal that uh, are committed to the Razorbacks. And so it's like, okay, so what's going on here? Who's going to do what? It's, you know, because they're still looking at other guys. They're still looking to get another big. So it certainly looks like uh, there's still going to be some movement on the current roster because that also happened with Barry Dunning, who officially entered into the transfer portal over the weekend as well. That was something we expected from the beginning for Barry Dunning to leave the team, but he announced that he was returning. But with some of these new additions, you have to – Make space for everybody to be on that roster, and that's what's happening now. And, you know, thinking about Devo and people's thoughts there as far as what he'll decide to do, you know, first mentioning it, they say, well, he's testing the waters. He's he's just seeing where he stands, and he's going to return. This is what we expect. Now, just think of it from this standpoint. If If you're at a job and you're looking at other possibilities, possibly moving on, but – your heart is with that job, and you take a, a two-week leave of absence, and you come back. You come back to the job where you're wanting to come back, and then within that two weeks, say you worked with 20 people, and 13 of that 20, they're gone. They've, mm-hmm. they've moved on. They've explored other options. Now, does it really make sense for you to return to that same job, or does it make more sense for you to move on also? Yeah, yeah. That's, a good, that's a good comparison because I think also with Devo – He's experienced this before where, you know, last year everybody left and it was just him and Kamani really were the only guys. And, I, again, I don't know. I can't speak for Devo, but maybe that was something that he, you know, wasn't a fan, didn't like, didn't, didn't you know, with the struggles that they had, maybe something that he really didn't enjoy during the processes. And now it looks like at least the way that the roster's turning over, you could be seeing something similar I, I don't know. I, I, he even put out a cryptic tweet just an hour ago where it was just the eye, you know, side eyeball emojis. That's all it said. So, you know, who knows what that actually means. But uh, I was someone who was confident, or at least more confident, that he would return. But as time has gone on, and it's just my gut feeling. It's not like I, uh, you know, have any inside knowledge. I just feel like he is going to move on. He is going to move on from Arkansas and to not just test the waters in pro, but go pro itself. And I have zero problem with it. Zero issue. Because uh, he has been awesome. He has done so much for Arkansas and so much for the university that I wish him nothing but the best if he ends up deciding that. But just knowing the timing and knowing what they're doing in the portal and the amount, the amount of guards they're bringing in it just gives you the vibe that, you know what, uh, this is this is probably going to be Devo you know, deciding to, to take that next step. Yeah. Exact same thing happened with Jalen Williams last year. Not that their situations are the exact same, but the fact that you had a new team of players coming in, a whole new roster, and so it just made sense for Jalen Williams to move on, especially with some of the additions that they made in the front court. It made mm-hmm. sense. And guess what? It worked out for Jalen Williams because not only did he get drafted, but uh, he's on an OKC team where he got a lot of playing time this year as a rookie. So I don't think anybody could say that Jalen Williams made the wrong decision at all. And, and like you said, it's different situations, but uh, if Devo ends up taking that step and deciding to move on, no one should have, and I don't think anybody will, at least uh, for the most part. But People it, like to hold grudges, though. Uh, they like to... It, it, it's funny also because they hold grudges against players that don't go to Arkansas. They hold grudges against players that leave Arkansas or leave Arkansas before they feel like they should leave Arkansas. It's almost they like, want to hold a grudge. Yeah, that's it. It's almost like they just like holding grudges no matter what, just trying to find a way. But it's absolutely true. We're just getting started here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, 501-661-1037. Call or text us in. Let us know what you react to over the sports weekend next on Out of Bounds. Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. This is Sports Center. In the NBA playoffs over the weekend, the Lakers beat the Grizzlies 128 to 112 as the Los Angeles role players stepped up. Rui Hachimura had 29 points and six rebounds in 30 minutes, while Austin Reeves had 23 points, including a 9-0 run by himself in the fourth quarter. For Memphis, star point guard Ja Morant injured his hand. His status for the rest of the series is currently unknown. 
In the East, the Heat pulled off an upset, beating the Bucks 130-117 in Game 1. Jimmy Butler had 35 points in the win. Miami also was bit by the injury bug as Tower Hero broke his hand and will miss four to six weeks, so likely the rest of the playoffs. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo landed on his tailbone and tried to play through it, but ultimately played only 10 minutes. After the game, coach Mike Budenholzer said the x-ray was clean. And tonight in the NBA playoffs, the 76ers will host the Nets up 1-0 in the series at 6-30. Then the Kings will host the Warriors up 1-0 at 9. Both of those games will be on TNT. I'm Christian Weaver for the Buzz Radio Network. Calling all barbecue lovers. Register to be a judge at the 19th annual Double B's Barbecue. Sponsored by Michelob Ultra, Gravely Mowers, LRS, Oakland Racing Casino Resort, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and Fence Brokers. Go to buzzbecue.com to register. Judges will be selected and contacted via email. Mobile Container Solutions provides storage containers for your home or business throughout Arkansas. Storage containers are free from dirt, rust, and other debris to get your items safe and damage-free and come in several different sizes. They will bring them to your property and you can keep them as long as you need it. If you or someone you know was affected by the recent tornadoes, call 501-541-2600 or go to mobilecontainersolutions.com for more information. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. Tune in to Morning Mayhem every week to play Fact or Crap. Brought to you by College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving. They move the things you love and haul away the things you don't. Visit collegehunkshaulingjunk.com for Arkansas's highest rated moving and junk removal company. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Make Brewskies your go-to happy hour spot every Friday. Monday through Friday, happy hour goes till 7 p.m. But wait, actually, happy hour doesn't end on Friday. Every Friday, it's all day and all night happy hour. It's Brewskies. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. So come get your grub on. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Monday night is poker night with two games nightly, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. only at Brewskies. When was the last time you took some time to check your child's cell phone? It takes only a few seconds and a handful of clicks for your child to fall prey to sexual exploitation, harassment, cyberbullying, and worse. The Arkansas Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force wants to help you protect your children in the digital age. Go to ARICAC.org. That's ARICAC.org. So, when was the last time you took some time to check your child's cell phone? Make the time today. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Many Arkansans are left without a vehicle to trade, which means no sales tax credit to take advantage of. Because of this, Guatney Chevrolet will be paying the sales tax on all vehicles sold this month, whether new or pre-owned. And if you lost your vehicle in Pulaski Cross or Lone Oak County, Guatney will apply an extra $1,000 rebate to your new Chevy. We're here to help. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. The 3-2 pitch on the way. Swing and a drive right center field. Back it goes. That ball going to get out of here. And Tavian Josenberger gives the Razorbacks the lead with a home run in front of the video board. A two-run shot. The Razorbacks up, and they love it at Baum. On 103.7 The Buzz. Yo, remember back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like... Yo, 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 my men and my women, don't forget about the dean. Is it Optimus the king? Yo, about a thing, uh, yeah. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. And there were so many great things that happened over the weekend, especially with Razorback Baseball sweeping the Tennessee Volunteers. And 
had a chance to go and shout out to Carlton Safa and all the great people there at the Saracen Casino Resort, as well as the Bet Saracen app has uh, helped me out to be able to go to both games. Great seats, and it was a great time. Really cool to see Carlton's daughter throw out the first pitch there on Friday night's game. Did a great job there, too. And uh, How what, old is she? Uh, I, I think she's 11. Okay, 11, well, yeah. Like that. Hey, just, have uh, fun. Yeah, that's Definitely. what I'm saying. Like she, she, she nailed it. She probably do a lot better than a lot. Uh, we've seen some of these other pitchers out there. But no, she did awesome. That was cool and a great moment. And uh, honestly, it was such a great atmosphere. And it was also great to to win some money, which I did thankfully because the Arkansas Razorbacks took care of business against Tennessee, and uh, they had a lot of different specials going on with that. But uh, on top of that, too, with the NBA playoffs going on. Uh, having some great specials with Bet Saracen to be able to win money that way as well. I had a great one yesterday with some of the specials that they do, and they had one where it was plus 1,200 for both the Lakers and the Clippers to win. Bet on it, nailed it, because both the Lakers and Clippers won. And that's just uh, scratching the surface because they have a lot of different specials. Even tonight, because we have some NBA games going on, if you download the Bet Saracen app, you can see some of the cool specials they have. Like, if you're feeling that a game will go to overtime, there's only two games tonight, but either one of those go to overtime, you can bet on it. What about the Nets and Warriors both to win their games? You can bet on it. Or if you want to do the long shot, how about all four teams to score 30-plus points in each of the first quarters for each game? That's pretty big time, too. But they still have their money lines. They still have their spreads. They still have their over-unders. So no matter what the need may be, no matter how you're wanting to do it, if you're going to watch the games, might as well make some money on it with Bet Saracen. So head over to the Apple Store or Android Store. You can download the Bet Saracen app, or you can go to BetSaracen.com. You can bet that way, too. They make it fast. They make it easy. They make it convenient. With drawing, with winning, with uh, transferring, whatever it is, they got it all with Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. But uh, as was mentioned, we had, a, again, a great uh, great time in Fayetteville and Razorbacks taking care of business against Tennessee and sweeping them, which, I mean, any time that you're able to take care of business in the SEC and win a series is always big. But you're talking about Tony V's return to Arkansas, and everybody knew that this was a highly anticipated event for the Razorbacks to get the sweep and win each and every game, knowing the injuries that they had with, of course, Wagner being out, looks like three to four weeks, uh, the pitching issues that they've had. Uh, it's, I think it's just a, a huge compliment to Dave Van Horn and his players, which, again, we'll talk with Peyton Stovall here in about 30 minutes. Just with all these injuries, still finding ways to win. They're 11-4 and in the SEC. They are at the midway point where they've won four of their five series in the SEC. The only one they lost was on the road to LSU, the number one team, which they actually have a lead on in the SEC West. And uh, they're two games out of first place for the overall league uh with the league record for uh, being the best team out of the SEC. So it's a lot of kudos to uh, Razorback Baseball and Dave Van Horn. And uh, not only getting the series sweep, but just continuing to find ways to win with dealing all these different injuries that they have as well. That first game was pretty wild. There were a lot of uh, crazy plays that happened. Uh, and then they were Arkansas was able to somehow take advantage of some of those plays on their side. Um, Tennessee... They they had their opportunities, but Arkansas pretty much shut them down. Yeah, they had three errors in that first game. Talking about Tennessee, which uh, really helped out Arkansas, and uh, it was a, it was a hotly contested game. Hunter Holland did a great job, and it was just so funny too. Where in the first uh, Friday again Saturday's game, on the third pitch and the fourth pitch respectively to start the game, Tennessee hit a solo home run in back to back games. And I remember I was there Friday night, and when it was I believe it was the third pitch of the game by Hunter Holland, and the dude just jacks when I'm like, man, don't let it be one of those weekends. Don't let this be one of those games where it just all falls into place for them, and uh, they get out from the get-go and end up shelling Arkansas's pitchers. But luckily it didn't happen that way. As they were, uh, Tennessee scored two runs in the first inning on Friday, didn't score again, and uh, the errors definitely helped. And, of course, Arkansas and the clutch pitching that they had from both Hunter Holland and Hagen Smith, clutch hitting too, also uh, really paid out in dividends. But the one that... Uh, also was crazy. That was a great game, but on Saturday, if you're a Tennessee fan, you got to be frustrated in the fact that Arkansas won six to three, and only had four hits. They had six runs on four hits, while Tennessee had three runs on seven hits. That's not winning baseball, and those are the types of games that will make you want to pull your hair out. So I'm sure Tony Vitello and Tennessee fans were really frustrated by that. But uh, you know, give Arkansas credit for taking what Tennessee gave them, especially with some of their errors, and especially with the walks and or hit-by-pitches or whatever it may be. Because uh, getting the wind is all that matters. But uh, it was nice to see uh, Arkansas take care of business, win three in a row, and uh, see some guys really step up with all the injuries that have been happening too. Going to each series, uh, wanting to 
possibly take two or three so you can win the series, but anytime you come away with a sweep, it makes it that much better. Oh, yeah, and especially when it's Tennessee. And I just didn't hear much chirping over there from those volunteer fans as much as it was last year or the year before. But, hey, anytime, you, it doesn't matter. Like we, we, And I even said this on, on, on Twitter after the series sweep. I'm like, is it great for Arkansas? And I know that Frazier fans are probably throwing some trash talk at Tennessee fans right now too. But, folks, as we all know, it doesn't matter what the regular season looks like or what you do in the regular season. Matters in postseason, and when you get hot at the right time, because remember when Mississippi State won the uh, national title? You remember that? Yeah, Arkansas swept them that year in the regular season. Remember when Ole Miss won the title last year? Yeah, you remember what happened? Arkansas won that series against them. So, in the regular season, regular season doesn't matter. It's all about playing your best baseball at the right time. So, Tennessee will be back. They got a lot of talent. They'll figure it out, and uh, the, you know they'll start to turn around. But luckily for Arkansas, they ain't turned around this past weekend. Eleven and four in SEC for the Razorbacks at the halfway point. So that was good to see. Also, uh, good to know that uh, this, you know, this week and this upcoming weekend against Georgia will be another uh, opportunity for them to continue on with that. And just with, again, the injuries just kill me with Wagner. That's, that's unfortunate. Luckily, he'll be back. But, you know, it's always about those things of, you know, not wanting to return them too early, want to make sure that they're healthy. But, you know, if Arkansas can just wade through it a little bit and get to the end of April, beginning of May, and get not only Wagner back, but also Brighty Tigert back. Like those, that's that's what you want to be doing. When it's like, hey, if you're playing good baseball without those guys, you hope that you can play even better baseball once they actually come back and they're healthy enough to do it too. Yeah, this season has been trying, for, especially for the pitching staff, as far as from those injuries. But they've been able to play really well without some of the, the players that they were depending on. And uh, that goes back to basketball season. You know, that was always the talk about – there are certain players that the team was dealing without. Now we're talking about different numbers because it's less numbers in basketball. But coming into the season in baseball, Coach Van Horn said this was the deepest pitching staff that he's ever had. And uh, they're starting to show that they are the deep team that he thought them to be to begin with. I mean, you use on Friday two pitchers. On Saturday you use two pitchers. And on Sunday you use three pitchers. You, you can't ask for more than that, uh, especially against a quality team like Tennessee, with the injuries that you've had. So, yeah, keep it up. Keep it going. In fact, on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, brought up a good point from the 870, uh, that Tennessee dropped out of the top 25 rankings, which they did. They, they're not playing very well. We had Eric Kane on Friday, uh, who uh, covers all things Tennessee, and he was even alluded to the fact, he's like, this team just makes mistakes. They're, they're not good enough to overcome those mistakes that they made. And so, uh, yeah, they've, they've, they're struggling right now. They're struggling. Uh, let's see. A few people chiming in on their Asher Record Live fan feedback. Hawk fan says, I think Devo's tweets with the side eyeballs are about Pinion and Ford in the dark. I mean, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> like, I mean, do you take your own uh, uh, description or, you know, your own little theory behind it? But, I mean, it could mean it can mean great things. It can mean bad things. I don't know what it's to mean, but that's, I guess, one theory you could put behind it. But, yeah. I don't know why Devo would be o- tweeting only that Only Devo out. knows what it means. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it could be something that, like, he's... You know, some, it could be something for, like, Arkansas. It could be something for him personally. It could be something that, you know, maybe could be, maybe just bought a new car today. Like, I mean, for, for maybe Guatney Chevrolet hooked him up with something. I, I mean, it could, I don't know, who knows? It could be anything. So, that's why I just, I, I, trust me, I got his tweet notifications turned on. So, if he tweets out anything else, uh, we'll know about it. Was there anything does. to the timing of the tweet? Not really. It, it was tweeted out, let's see, it was tweeted out today at 12.09. Just two side eyeball emojis. That's it. So, I mean, I mean and, and, and Ellis, Eli Ellis, the player that committed to Arkansas, committed earlier today, but that was before Devo tweeted that out. So, I don't know, man. People play those games. Those cryptic tweets get me every time. It's like, you know, yeah, he's, he's watching the portal. Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah, he's, he's checking on. He'll let us know. He'll, give us, he'll, he'll break some news for us. So, yeah. I, but, again, we'll let you know if he does tweet up anything or any sort of follow-up that's uh, going to be happening. Uh, let's see. Also from the Asher Record Live fan feedback comes from Bert. Says, wasn't Pittman the head coach last year? Don't see how anyone can say things will be different <laughs> this year because of one practice. We're talking about practice six and six at best. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody said that they were going to be better just based on one practice. We were just talking about the things we saw and, you know, and things that everybody saw and things that look good. But that's why it's like when you go up against each other, it's really tough to know what's good and what's not. I mean, how many players do we feel like Joe and, and spring game history for Arkansas have balled out and looked really good, but then when the season came around, you never heard from them again? Uh, that happens quite a bit, actually, because oh. uh, you, you never know. You never know what to expect once the season starts. Mm-hmm. And for different reasons. It could be 
that uh, this is a player that didn't get a lot of time last year or this is a player that they got a lot of time during the spring due to injury and other players being out. So you saw a lot of them then, and, and then when the season came around, the players that were injured, now they're back in the lineup. That's right. That's right. Like Torian Carter is a great example of a guy that got hurt last year, and he was back into the mix, and you're hoping that he stays healthy and is able to be uh, a part of the team. I did see Dominic Johnson, uh, the running back, he you know he wasn't uh, practicing or anything like that, but uh, you know, you're hoping that he can get back and, and be healthy. There's Jaden Johnson, another one, so... Again, just just all you gotta do is look at it for what it is—the practice, what stood out, what it looked like—and and that's it. But you're not—if anybody bases this upcoming season on what they saw in the spring game, do not take them seriously. And, I, and I'm saying that for anybody and for any spring practice, for any like anything, because again, it's a practice. We're talking about practices, AI would say. Uh, also, this comes from NBA guy on the Asher Five Live fan feedback says, "Joe, how do you like the Bucks' chances without Giannis this series and throughout the rest of the playoffs?" Okay, well, this series against the Heat, they dropped game one, but we've seen the Bucks play without Giannis in the playoffs before, and uh, they were able to continue on. But ultimately, Giannis, best player on their team, maybe the best player in the league over the past few years, they're not going to go on to win. And um, so for future series, it doesn't necessarily look good because once you get into the second round, now you're playing against teams. They would be playing the four seed if they were able to get past the Heat. They play the, you know, the winner of the four or five. And so now you're talking about ramping up their competition even more. And uh, so it doesn't bode well for them to win it without Giannis. But to get through this series, they could get through this series without Giannis against the Heat. Yeah, because what was – I mean, I know it's just sometimes the way it is. But, man, the amount of injuries that just happened in the first round of the playoffs so far to, to a bunch of different teams, it's – if you're an NBA fan and you're wanting to watch, of course, I mean, not saying the games are going to be bad just because of all these injuries. Some of them are more serious than others. Some of them guys will be back. But it just seemed like each and every game had something significant happen to a very significant player where they were either out for the rest of the game or maybe out for a few games in the playoffs. And that's just, I mean, again, it's just the way it goes. But you, it's not something you want to see when you want to have the best players, best teams out there going at it in the playoffs there, too. That seems like that's been another theme of the NBA playoffs the past few seasons where the injuries have contributed to teams that went on to win the championship. Last year, Chris Middleton for the Bucks, yeah. He was out due to injury, and it seemed to hamper their chances of moving forward. So we're talking about a team that had Giannis, but that second scoring option and the guy that they kind of look to at times, especially from the outside to make an impact, he wasn't available to them. And uh, and then even the year that the Bucks won, you had several teams with injuries in the East that I mean, there was a thought that uh, if these other teams may have been healthier, that the Bucks don't go on to win that. But that's not how you play the game. You have to play with the players that are available. And then you can't go back to say, all right, well, if you put these players back on this team, then this team goes on to win. It, it's a combination of being really good and being lucky at the same time when you go through a playoff setting. You can say that for any sport, but for the NBA over the past few seasons, it's had a really big effect on the playoffs. Well, and especially when you, some of these games, especially when you get to the, you know, the point where you're at those 4-5 series or this 3-6 series, you're talking about, what, sometimes two, three, four games separating those teams during the regular season of that seeding? So it, it's not like, oh, well, if this team's a two-seed and this team's a seven-seed, the two seed is vastly more uh, talented and better than the seven seed. It's like, no, I mean, you're talking about you know, possible five to eight games separating these two teams. And even with the Grizzlies and the Lakers, big injury with the Grizzlies and John Morant. We know he's had a crazy season as it is, but uh, with him being out and the Lakers taking game one and, and looking really good doing it, it's like suddenly it changes everything where, yeah, Grizzlies had a great year, but uh, an injury can change it all. And, uh, now it looks like the Lakers, not because, again, it's a long series, but certainly looks like the Lakers might be in, in full control of that if John Morant can't go for the Grizzlies because of how important he is to the team's success. The Lakers too. already had a good chance of winning that series regardless of Ja playing or not. And so for Memphis, they played well without Ja. And, um, but he's their best player. He's their most explosive player. He's the guy that other teams are game planning for when they go into games against Memphis and and if you're talking about multiple games with a series, that's who 
the Lakers and other teams that they would face, that's who they're game planning to stop or at least try to slow down. So with him out of the mix, now they have to look at other options for the Grizzlies, but also that takes some pressure off the Lakers at this point because they don't have to deal with Ja. Also, Asher Record High Fan Feedback uh, says, Hey, Joe, how much value do you think Austin Reeves has earned? As far as his next contract, also how much will the Lakers have free to throw his way? Because uh, yeah, he's he had a pretty good game and has looked really good at times and has gotten a lot of compliments and praise from his teammates too. His value has really gone up. It, it's soared, so he'll get paid, but as far as the Lakers, they may not have enough to, to pay him. And that's what you kind of get with LeBron teams where so much money is going to certain players. Now, before, they, they are able to free up some of that money because before you had Westbrook, LeBron, and AD taking up a lot of the money on that roster. And now it's changed because Westbrook, his contract is not taking up a lot. So they probably they possibly could find the money, but it would make more sense with another team that doesn't have as much money tied that they would be able to pay him more so than the Lakers. But then again, sometimes when you have success with a certain team and you've already been on that roster, example, Bobby Porter staying with the Bucks and mm-hmm. kind of giving that discount for one year and then coming back and getting paid after that, Austin Reeves could do something similar. Yeah, last night, uh, three of the four team or three of the four games that happened in the NBA playoffs, the road team actually ended up winning. Lakers over the Grizzlies, one twenty-eight, one twelve. Heat beating the Bucks, one thirty to one seventeen. Clippers and Suns, as the Clippers got the victory on the road, one fifteen to one ten, which I am really happy about. I used to like the Suns. I, I think it's the Devin Booker now, just because I don't like Devin Booker, so I don't like the Suns, but I don't really like West, Russell Westbrook either. So I'm in this conundrum, but I, I I found out after watching that game, I'm like, who am I going? Where's my gut going to start telling me to root for? When I started rooting for the Clippers, I'm like, okay, I guess I hate Devin Booker more. But either way, uh, they got the victory, one fifteen one ten. The only home team that won was the Nuggets, as uh, they uh, blew out the Timberwolves, uh, one hundred nine to eighty. So uh, some really uh, really good games yesterday. And I also saw speaking of the Suns and Clippers, Russell Westbrook getting into it with a fan in that viral video that was going around, where if you look <laughs> at it. It looked like, the, and I know it's been explained now, but at the time when I first saw him, I'm like, it looked like Russell Westbrook ran up to somebody's suite to, like, go and get after this guy that was heckling him, him and, and with his kids sitting there. But after, you know, looking at it and, and doing some research, apparently that's just how the setup is for the stadium where uh, it looks that way, but they, players will walk through it. But either way, that was, a, that was a wild little video watching not only Russell get into it with a fan in that setting, but also his, uh, that fan's son or that kid or whatever. Was eating a steak without a fork and a knife, and just eating it like without of a plate. A lot, of, a lot of things from that one video that came out from it. That's something new, also. Uh, at, not that it's brand new, but in in the past few years, where and that's not a new stadium or arena, but when new stadiums have been built, they've given fans that do occupy those suites, they've given them a lot of access. Where you see the players come through there, and that was a case of that where that's somewhere an area that the players actually come through and the fans that want to pay for that experience they have that type of access where they can see the players the coaches and everybody come through yeah i don't know what was said but uh, once they called him west brick oh is that what it was yeah okay so he's like yeah watch him out there you go and the guy goes we'll take it we'll just take it or whatever he's like no watch him out yeah which if he he's made that point before if fans are gonna say something to him he should be able to say something back. It's true. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like it's one of those things where, you know, the, you know, the NBA doesn't like that when it happens. But it, at the same time, it's like you're not going to punish a player for saying that when the guy is doing that, when a fan's doing that. And then if you eject the fan, it, it, you know, it, it's just like, I don't know. It's a tough thing to police, I guess, and to do anything about it other than just like that where, hey, a little exchange, no, no violence happened. Just let it go and move on. Like it's it's a tough thing. Now but. they could take the stance where if fans say something that catches the attention of the players in that setting, then fans get ejected. I bet they'll stop doing it then. That's true. That's true. More out of bounds coming up next. Honey, what should we do today? Let's climb that Pinnacle Mountain. Sounds great. I believe you turn here on Rodney Parham. Mm-hmm. 
Arkansans know that not everything here sounds like it's spelled. For example, great customer service is pronounced Guadney. Buick GMC. And right now is the best time of the year to trade up in North Little Rock. New Sierras at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at 1.9%. And how about no payments for three months? Plus, those with storm claims in Pulaski, Cross, or Lone Oak counties may qualify for an extra $1,000 rebate. See dealer for details. Oh, that was fun. Now let's go visit El Dorado. Is that in Saline County? Should I turn here on Cantrell? Never mind. Let's just go visit Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Yep, that's the sounds of all my friends and another great deck party of mine. And what do you not hear? That's right. No mosquito. That's because Sanders Ground Essential provides me with a monthly mosquito barrier spray. Call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. It's Justin Acri, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. Your Arkansas Travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The University of Houston was the last of the number one seeds to lose in this year's NCAA tournament. But for all their success, they were a pale imitation at best of the Houston teams that made three straight Final Fours and back-to-back championship games 40 years ago. The high-flying Phi-Slamma-Jamma featured Clyde Drexler, Akeem Olajuwon, Michael Young, Larry Mishaw, and Benny Anders. They were electrifying, despite not winning an NCAA title. They represented a seismic shift in college basketball away from the slow-it-down, four-corner style of past years. They were a high-wire basketball circus. Stop by Double Bees today for a delicious snack. If you're in Rosebud, come on over and enjoy a hot plate lunch. If a hamburger sounds good, the ones there are terrific. Double Bees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agents Jason Daly or Richard Yeager in Little Rock and ask about shelter's competitive rates. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball way up in the air, way deep right field. Get out of here. Brady Slavens with a go-ahead home run. That ball could have seeded the clouds if there were any above Ballwalker Stadium. Second home run of the season. The Hogs have the lead in the fourth inning. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give him a call, 501-982-2102. Guadney is taking care of sales tax on all vehicles. That's new and pre-owned through the month of April. And no payments for 90 days. And with that sales tax being paid on new and pre-owned vehicles, you can get an additional $1,000 rebate on new Chevys 
for residents of Pulaski Cross and Lone Oak Counties. 0% interest on 22 Silverados. 1.9% APR is available on 23 Equinox, and that's when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. And they're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. And they're always actively buying vehicles, so they're going to give you a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. You can see the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. This is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. And uh, we'll get to what's trained in the world of sports. But I did put up a, a poll question uh, at Buzz John Neighbors just to uh, see, uh, you know, with the Razorback Woo Pig Weekend, whatever you want to call it. But I was, just during the month of April, I was curious, as a Razorback fan, what has had your attention the most? Has it been Razorback baseball? Has it been Muss in the transfer portal? Or has it been spring football? And it's just a simple one. Like, which has had your attention? And uh, as of right now... Uh, with nearly a thousand votes, Razorback baseball is winning out at 53 percent, but Mus's transfer portal has 43 percent. Spring football has a three and a half percent as far as uh, gaining the attention, which I don't think it's a slight against spring football necessarily. It's just the amount of drama, the entertainment, and the value, and, and, and the craziness that's gone on with baseball, of course, having their season in basketball in the portal. Uh, I think that that's just kept people really busy at this point in time. So. Also, b- baseball is active right now. Basketball just ended, and so you, it's easy to see that you know there's less interest in football. But in years past, there's been a lot more interest in Razorback spring football. So it has kind of shifted. But when you get to this time of the year, everybody's looking at baseball because baseball, we know that they're in the mix every year and there are high expectations. So everybody wants to see what happens with this baseball team. Yeah, I mean, it's, and that makes sense. It's in the season and it's actually happening. You know, it's not practices. It's not, uh, you know, off-season moves. It's actually legitimately happening. But I, I also think a little bit part of it, too, is, is just maybe a small percentage, but a little bit part of it, too, is what are you most nationally relevant in? What are you most feeling greatest about right now? You're feeling great about baseball and you're feeling great about basketball. Not to say that people aren't feeling good about football, but, you know, the – after last year's season and heading into this year, there's a lot of uncertainty and uh, a lot of uh, you know un- a mystery to it all. But with baseball and basketball, there's no doubt that uh, you have it going on on a national scale as well. All right, let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? We know with Razorbacks taking care of business, against the Tennessee Volunteers, sweeping them, as well as the Razorback spring game coming to a close. But Arkansas also gets a commitment in basketball from Eli Ellis. That's their fifth transfer portal edition, and uh, he's coming from Louisville. He's 6'3", 180 pounds. He's out of North Carolina. He was a four-star prospect in the transfer portal, and he averaged 18 points, 4.5 assists, and 2.5 rebounds per game, as well as a steal per game. And he played 90% of the possible minutes on the season. So... Uh, dude is used to playing a lot of minutes, and uh, you're, you're thinking that he can just step right in and really be able to uh, help out, especially with the fact that uh, not only with his minutes and his points, but Louisville as a team that struggled, he was counted on without a doubt the most as he was an all-ACC uh, mention. But Arkansas is going to be getting another big-time scorer, and being the fifth edition, we'll see how it all plays out. But I wanted to throw this into the mix, too, because people have to remember – there's some of these players that Arkansas has got commitments out of that are still also contemplating the NBA. You know, like Traymond Mark. He's committed to Arkansas where it's essentially, I will, if I come back to college, I'm going to Arkansas. But there's also a good chance that he could move on and go to the NBA too. And that leaves open another roster spot. So will all five of these guys come and play to Arkansas? Maybe, but there's still some of these guys that may be considering trying to go pro instead as well. Happened with the Mitchell Twins last year, and they made it to campus. That's right. That's right. Now, it's, I guess it just depends on how badly they're wanted and uh, what they hear from as far as 
they're pro prospects in that regard. Uh, also, with Razorback Baseball, shout out to uh, Jace Borfren, who ends up winning National Player of the Week. Big time, big time accomplishment for him. As uh, we know with uh, what Arkansas has been doing on as a team and getting wins. But when you have someone like Borfren, which I don't think I'm ever going to be able to spell his name correctly. I, I, I have tried to memorize it as many times as possible. And every time I try to type it out, I have to look it up because it's B-O-H-O-R-O-F-E-N. See, I can't even say it and spell it right. It's just so tough, but still. You have to remember the O. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the I try to say Bo-Roth-N. Like, but, and then it's just, it, it, whatever, it doesn't work for me. It's kind of like restaurant. I've always struggled spelling restaurant for some reason. Anyways, that doesn't matter. What does matter is the fact that he is the national player of the week. He had four home runs in five games, uh, as well as filling up the stat sheet where he batted 375 with five extra base hits, including a double and four home runs, and a team best on nine RBI. So congratulations to him. Also in uh, some uh, national news with the NFL, Jalen Arts is getting paid, and rightfully so. They reached an agreement with the Eagles' five-year, $255 million extension, including $179.304 million guaranteed, according to Adam Schefter. So, rightly rightly deserved. Jalen Hurts has done a phenomenal job getting his team to the Super Bowl this past season, and uh, he deserves every bit of that money, so congratulations to him. That's the contract that Lamar Jackson was looking to get. That Something similar to that. You can't say that Lamar wouldn't be all about it. And, you know, they try to put the narrative out that he wants a fully guaranteed contract like Deshaun Watson has. But you get a contract like that, he'll be all over it. Well, and also, I thought this was just a little interesting point that Hertz's extension includes a no-trade clause, which is the first time in Eagles history that a contract has had a no-trade clause. So, pretty fascinating. That yeah, it shows how much they, they care for him and uh, and what they think of him and how much he means to that team that they would allow that to be put into the contract that it's on his terms if he gets traded. 24 years old. Like, that's, again, what blows my mind. I mean, he's 24, and he's already accomplished what he's accomplished, and he's already getting paid the way he's getting paid. And it's awesome. It's awesome. And especially with his journey in college at Alabama, had great success, but then Tua comes in. Kind of takes the spot, but then takes his talents to Oklahoma uh, and ends up, uh, as far as right now, of all three of those Alabama quarterbacks between him and Mac Jones and Tua, all of them are fine quarterbacks and starters, but Jalen Hurts certainly has had the most success out of him so far in his NFL career, too. Yeah, yeah, did it in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I'm not an Eagles fan, but I, I do like Jalen Hurts, and I really do root for him, so that's really cool to see. Uh, we'll have some other headlines that we'll get into as well, but we are up against it. We're going to take a top-of-the-hour update when we come back. Razorback second baseman Peyton Stovall is going to join us thanks to A-State Construction. We'll talk to him about getting the big-time series sweep and moving on and knowing that they are a top-five team and leading the SEC West. How are they doing it with, despite all these injuries? He'll talk to us about that and a lot more coming up next year on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Now that you've taken on that big job, you shouldn't have to settle for the big box. You've earned a trip to Northern Tool. We're ready for the details. We know all about the little things that make the biggest difference. Maybe that's why they call us a problem solver's paradise.